If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. This is awesome. An F-A-18 Hornet fighter jet has arrived at its new home, Sonoma County's Pacific Coast Air Museum. So the body of the jet, without its wings and engines, was trucked to the museum on an 80-foot-long flatbed over the weekend. Now, I was reading a little bit about this, and it's in kind of partnership with the Top Gun sequel coming out in May. Uh, So it's really cool that they're doing this. The model of the plane has been used by the Blue Angels and, you know, many of the United States NATO allies. And actually, Tom Cruise's character also flies this in the upcoming sequel to Top Gun. Uh, So it looks like the jet's going to need to be restored, repainted, and have its wings reattached before going on display and I know they're gonna air the Top Gun movie at the museum like kind of incongruent with all of this and it's just really fun and exciting something you know for you to do in Sonoma County next month yeah I've never been to this museum before so that is something that is a great weekend plan for you for your kids for everybody Um, speaking of movies and TV and everything Jim Carrey let it be known that he is officially retiring well Probably. He sat down for an interview with Access Hollywood to promote Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which comes out this Friday. I'm retiring, probably. I'm being fairly serious, yeah. yeah. Really? It depends if the angels bring some sort of script that's written in gold ink. I really like my quiet life and I really love my spiritual life. So Jim has been outraged by the Will Smith incident and has you know, talked about it quite a bit. And many people believe that Will's actions is what is leading him to retire. So the question is, is he actually going to? Personally, I don't think so, but we're just going to have to wait and see. Yeah, he's been really um, honest about not wanting to go to award shows and things like that, even though he'll show up at the award yeah. show. And like, you know, I, I just think he's sick and, and tired of the Hollywood life and he just wants to do what he wants to do. And I respect that. Well, speaking of Hollywood, Nashville and country music shined pretty bright at the Grammys last night in Las Vegas. Going to give you a little quick recap. Chris Stapleton took home three Grammys. Looks like he's going to need a bigger trophy case. Brothers Osborne won their first ever Grammy Award and gave an emotional acceptance speech. This is a song called Younger Me. And um, I think if I want to thank somebody, I want to thank my younger self for just pursuing this. You know, we all have a, a younger self in us. Thank them because they got you here and take care of that person. They also closed out the show with that song. And uh, Carrie Underwood decided to remind fans and Grammy viewers that she is still a dominant female voice in country music. She performed her new song, Ghost Story, where she performed in front of wind machines. It was awesome. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Have you ever had a near miss experience? A downtown Santa Rosa storefront collapsed Sunday morning, leaving like this pile of rubble and upturned awning and shattered glass in the entryway to the business. Luckily, no one was hurt, but it was the luggage store right next to Mark Allen Jewelers. And Mark Allen actually released some footage, some surveillance footage showing that it fell around like 1149 a.m., 
and I just want to say I had just walked by it. Not even a few minutes before, I was waiting on a friend to get downtown for brunch, and I decided to take a lap around downtown, and I took a lap, and I walked right back around, and I was like, what just happened? And somebody was like, the storefront fell, and I was like, I was just, I was just over here. That is a (laughs) scary and kind of eerie situation, because if, if you just took a little bit longer to drive, to wherever you're going, your schedule is a little bit different. That could have jumped right on you, and it's kind of that weird experience of like I could have like been in a really bad situation yeah, there. Yes. I'm so glad. I'm so glad no one was hurt. I showed you a picture of like yeah. right after it happened, and it was really intense. And I think it was just like you know maybe the weight of the awning, and you know downtown is old. So, you know, it wasn't anyone's fault. So nothing happened, nothing like, you know, human happened. Right. I uh, saw the picture originally on the Sonoma County Scanner Facebook page, and I was like, oh, man, that really sucks. And then I saw your picture, and I was like, oh, that's an awful situation that happened. They, they must have cleaned it up a little bit. Yeah. Because, like, like I said, I walked, like, I walked by right after it happened. But has something like this ever happened to you, Tanner, where... You had like a near miss experience where it could have almost been bad or you could have almost been a part of something crazy. Yeah, on Brookwood and College Avenue in Santa Rosa, I was at a stoplight and I was right behind someone. Someone took off that was literally right in front of me and another car coming from College Avenue just completely T-boned the car right in front of me. Oh my gosh. And so again, it it was that instance of like, well, if I would have just been there a little bit earlier, that could have been me. Close call. It's a close call indeed, but uh, we're getting a lot of great messages, some crazy stuff happening to you guys. You know, have you ever had any near miss experiences? We're getting these messages on our Froggy Facebook page if you want to contribute and send us a message. Rick from Petaluma said, coming off a graveyard shift, I was just tired enough to turn the wrong way on a one-way street with a huge truck barreling towards me. Luckily, I was able to gun it and zip into the empty bike lane about five feet before head on. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Morgan from Santa Rosa says, I nearly fell from the top of a chairlift in Tahoe. I lost my ski poles that day. And Cody from Sebastopol said, when I was 17, my dad and two of my older brothers were in the woods cutting down some dead trees. I was taking a break, sitting on the tailgate of my dad's pickup. My dad called my first name. I jumped off mere moments before the tree they were working on crashed into the tailgate right where I'd been sitting. Oh my goodness. I'm glad you're okay. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. What is something you cannot say no to? Mine is generally food, but specifically Girl Scout cookies. There is no way I'm ever going to say no. Right. I was at a farmer's market in Fresno over the weekend, and there was you know a little stand for Girl Scout cookies. And the Girl Scout came up to me. She started you know her speech and told me about her favorite flavors and stuff like that. And I thought to myself, how could anybody ever say no to a Girl Scout in this situation. I'm pretty sure if you did, you are a monster and you will burst into flames. It happens. Shocking. As as someone that was a Girl Scout, I used to get the door slammed on me all the time. I don't know how people could do that. I I could never say no because I just imagine myself in the shoes of a Girl Scout. I mean, that has to be very intimidating to go up to adults and sell something to them. It is, but it's it's kind of like character building. Yeah. And it, you know, instills confidence in you. And you're right. 
you have to be a monster and probably like completely disconnected from your soul and feelings to say no to a little girl in a cute vest is just trying to sell some cookies so she can go on a fun trip. Just want to say if you're a Girl Scout and you come up to me and you give a speech, I guarantee I'll buy your cookies. Like, it's like I'm the easiest sell ever. And I told the Girl Scout, I said, hey, I'm going to buy five boxes. One of them has to be Thin Mint, but the rest of them, you choose Aww. what Girl Scout cookies you want. It completely made her day. And it made my day, too, because on the way back from Fresno, I ate five books, boxes of Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> I can just never um, say no. Did you get the new ones? You remember I got the new ones? What, yeah. The, what were those called? The caramel ones. Those are so good. Oh, my God. Highly recommend if you're listening to buy those. If you're a Girl Scout, <laughs> come hit us up immediately, I'll please. I'll some more. Please. Uh, Amber, what's something you can't say no to? Ice cream. So if my friends, my friend Sydney always wants to go get ice cream, especially after we've, you know, ate a lunch or a brunch or something. And I, she's like, you want to go get ice cream? I don't even eat ice cream that much, but I can never say no. <laughs> yeah, how could you? I don't know what's wrong with me. Food is so hard to say no to. What is something you cannot say no to? Getting a lot of great responses on our Facebook page right now. Don from Santa Rosa says brownies. Even a bad brownie is still a good brownie. Cindy from Napa. This one's sweet. She said my grandkids. Oh, of course (laughs) not. And uh, Rebecca from Rona Park says foot massages. (laughs) (laughs) Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. Who would you want you who would you want to read you a bedtime story? I don't know how to ask that. Okay, so Sean, he's the bearded bartender at Third Street L Works. If you've ever been there, you know who I'm talking about. He's known for like his excellent icebreakers. And this weekend, he asked my fiance and I, you know, who dead or alive would you want to read you a bedtime story? And he said the only rule is that it cannot be Morgan Freeman. What? And I, I have a feeling that that's probably the most popular answer he gets at the bar. So he just made that a rule. Cannot be Morgan that's Freeman. That's messed up that you can't have Morgan Freeman. You know, so Tanner, say you're getting tucked into bed. Okay. You're getting ready to go to sleep. Got or, my tea. Yes. And someone sits down, opens up a crisp bedtime story book what would that person be reading and who would it be i would look up in front of me and sitting on a chair to my right would be jim carrey (laughs) i think jim carrey would be the most epic bedtime reader and i really envy his kids because he can do so many voices and he can you know really be a character and he can make faces and stuff like that as i'm saying this i'm realizing that i might just stay up all night to listen to jim carrey stories (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't exactly have the most relaxing voice, but he probably could because he's a great actor. Okay. Yeah. Um, I immediately said Jimi Hendrix because I feel like he was like, he'd be like, yeah, girl, Goldilocks and the three bears and the, <laughs> the girl who went into the forest and accidentally forgot her way back home. Yeah, girl. And then he ate all the cookies. You know, I, I feel like that's what, that's the bedtime story he would be reading. That'd be and real relaxing. That's who I would pick yeah, <laughs> to read be nice. me a bedtime story. Uh, but we asked on Facebook, who dead or alive would you want to read you a bedtime story? And again, the rule is it cannot be Morgan Freeman. Kim from Santa Rosa said Luke Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, hey girl. Uh, yeah, uh, let's get on that tractor and go to fairytale land or something like that. That wolf huffed and puffed and blew that whole house down. down. <laughs> Hunting, fishing, loving every day. All right, uh, Mindy from Hillsburg said Betty White, and then she put a little crying emoji. Oh. And Tammy from Forestville said Trace Adkins. <laughs> 
Amber and Tanner in the morning. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. So do you think Will Smith did the right thing? After Will Smith attacked Chris Rock on stage at last week's Oscars, he was subject to a disciplinary review that could have kicked him out of the organization. We've got an update on that. It looks like that Will Smith took matter and matters into his own hands by resigning from the Motion Picture Academy. So he made a statement first apologizing apologizing to Chris Rock and his family, as well as stating, I want to put the focus back onto those who deserve attention for their achievements and allow the Academy to get back to the incredible work it does to support creativity and artistry in film. He said, so I'm resigning from my membership in the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts and Sciences, and will accept any further consequences the board deems appropriate. Change takes time, and I'm committed to doing the work to ensure that I never again allow violence and overtake reason. Now, I think, you know, okay, he's accepted the punishment. He's getting help to move on from this. So I think our hope is that this is the end of this whole fiasco, that maybe we can just move on from this. You know, there are so many things that are happening in the world right now um, that definitely need our attention. You know, I'm glad that Will did the right thing. I think this is the only option for him was maybe to step down Um, Of course, you know, for many reasons, because what he did was wrong, but also we're no longer distracted by this, the slap fiasco. I mean, it's only been a week, but it truly feels like it's been a month. And, you know, we've been talking about this so much. So I'm glad that, you know, we're coming to an end. Maybe there's a resolution to what is happening. Uh, We just got a message from Kathy from Windsor. She said, this is very sad. Will is a good guy who lost his cool. He is human. She said, we all make mistakes. She also said what he did was wrong, but it's not really who he is. And then she continued to say this whole situation is pretty crazy. Uh, so what do you think? Do you think Will did the right thing by stepping down? Or do you think he should keep his Oscar? Uh, do you think further discipline is needed? Let us know your thoughts. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. So Will Smith attacked Chris Rock on stage at the Oscars last week. Can you believe it was only a week ago? It feels like five years (laughs) since the slap around the world happened. Uh, So after this happened, he was subject to a disciplinary review that could have could have kicked him out of the organization but i guess he decided to take matter into his own hands and he resigned from the motion picture academy he issued a statement he apologized to chris rock and said he's resigning and he'll accept any further consequences so what do you think about all this tanner in the aftermath of the incident i think will smith did everything he should have done i think him resigning is a good thing because he's probably going to get kicked out anyway so he's getting in front of it and stuff like that just for the record, I think what Will Smith did was unacceptable. Going on stage and smacking a comedian for words that he said. Not saying what Chris Rock said was correct. Yeah, but him, sure. him, you know, resigning from the Academy is a good thing because this was going to be a whole drawn out thing otherwise. Yeah. You know, I think, like I said, that I hope this is the end to the fiasco. And I don't think there was any other option for him. I think that he was going to have to do this. Yeah. And probably a, a lot of push from his publicist and maybe his agent, his manager. It's like, hey, you just probably 
need to resign. Yeah. But we got Mike from Santa Rosa on the phone. Hey, Mike, what you think about all this? Hey, you know, if, uh, if a police officer saw you slap somebody on the street, wouldn't you be arrested for uh, assault? Yeah, so my exactly. question to you is, there's lots of people saw it on, on, on videotape or on live on TV. Why isn't Will Smith in jail? Um, the Los Angeles Police uh, uh, Department did investigate, and Chris Rock said he didn't want to press any charges. Right. But if, if, if just say, somebody walking down the street, and the police officer was in a car and across over there, he sees you and told somebody, he could arrest you, can't he? Right, yeah. I mean, isn't that considered general, general assault? Yeah, Mike, and it's not like... <laughs> you know, the whole world didn't see it or anything. Yeah, I think they should just take his Oscar away from him and kick him out of the thing. That's what I'd say. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack, Tannery's headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie Cause it's headline in a haystack Three headlines, one of them is real Get ready Amber, your record for the year is 16 wins and 14 losses That's not bad You had a losing streak there for a while But on Friday you knocked it off and now you're back on track I did? Yeah Oh man, alright, let's see if I can keep on track today we will see here's headline number one woman goes viral for crab walking during congressional meeting headline number two high school seniors arrested for dying pool red and here's your final headline amber grandma beats up thief could be any of them okay i want it so badly to be the grandma beating up the thief so i'm gonna go with that one well, that is absolutely the headline in a haystack. Oh, <laughs> the winning streak oh, continues. I'm so excited to hear this story. <laughs> well, believe it or not, it's not just a grandma. It is a great grandma. Beat up a thief. So, so this great grandma, she's 65, lives in Florida. She stopped a 300-pound man from stealing her car on Sunday by hitting him in the noggin with a baseball bat. So she took off running, and the cops tracked him down and arrested him. Don't mess with that granny. She will jack you up. Not all heroes wear capes. Some of them wear crocheted shawls. Headline in a haystack. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the Morning on Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the Morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Hello? Hi, is this Curtis? Yeah, this is him. Who is this? Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I'm calling you in regards to you dropping off your children at school. Uh, okay. At elementary? Yeah, what's up? Curtis, we have some speeding infractions from you. The parking lot of the school is five miles per hour max, and on average, you're at about 10 every single day. Are you serious right now? You're coming in fast and furious Vin Diesel style, and the school is sick and tired of it. This is so dumb did you just say i was going 10 miles per hour what's dumb is you not caring about the safety and security of the children at your children's school so you are charged with six infractions this month at a hundred dollars a piece so you're gonna owe six hundred dollars okay, 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 okay. Hey, 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 hey. i don't i don't know who you guys are you guys are not, you guys do not sound like lawyers to me okay you guys sound like you're full of it all right 10 miles per hour that this is ridiculous I, I thought you were going to say, oh, you know, you are going fast. This is not, what are you talking about? I, w- w- what evidence do you have? 
I have speed radar evidence, sir, and we also have your license well, I'd plates love, I'd on love camera. You to send me that. I'd love that. Great. Why don't I, you send me your evidence? And why don't you talk to my lawyers? How about that? Huh? Don't talk to me. Talk to my lawyers. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Oh, my God. Are you serious right now? <laughs> Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. What were you thinking? Have your Has your significant other ever fired you from something? I have officially been fired as what is my girlfriend is calling an Insta boyfriend. and Like an I, Instagram boyfriend? Exactly. Okay. I had no idea what that meant. I was like, what is an Insta boyfriend? She goes, you know, a boyfriend that takes pictures from my Instagram. She says, you take the worst pictures I have ever seen in my life. Oh, man. And I was a little bit disappointed because this isn't the first relationship or the first person that has said that to me. Apparently, I am awful at taking pictures of people. You know, I, I feel like a lot of boyfriends are bad at taking pictures. Yeah. They're not like, you know, looking for what we're looking for in a picture. I can't figure out the angles. I can't figure out the lighting. I can't figure out where you should stand in front of. So because of that, I was fired (laughs) from being an Instagram boyfriend. And I was in Fresno over the weekend, and my girlfriend Cammie told me, uh, one of our friends' name is Connor Michaela. They're a couple. They're married. And she says, follow Connor around. You got to job shadow him a little bit. See what okay. he does so you can take better pictures. Nice. I did that. She didn't use one of my pictures that I, that I took. <laughs> you need to just look at a photo you're taking in the same way you take a photo of yourself. Be like, okay, what angle would I want this in? What would I want to be in the background? How would I want this to be presented as a photo of myself? See, I can even figure that out. <laughs> I let other people figure that out. So I'm in the process of figuring out how to be an Insta boyfriend. How ridiculous is that? No, it's not. If that's something that's important to your girlfriend, Cammie, then, you know, I commend you for trying. Thanks. I, I really am trying. Okay. But I get teased for it relentlessly. <laughs> Amber, have you ever fired Cole from doing something or has Cole ever fired you from doing something? He's fired me from a lot of stuff, but I fired him from things like, you know, I... I fired him from folding the towels because I have a certain way that I like to do it. And he's fired me from loading the dishwasher because he has a certain way he likes to do it. I mean, it just sounds like all of these things are household chores, but that's where we are right now in our relationship. Sometimes you just got (laughs) to fire. (laughs) It's easier than trying to figure it out. (laughs) On our Froggy Facebook page, we're talking about things you have fired your significant other from. And here's some of your comments. Chris from Petaluma says, I have fired my husband from grocery shopping. He always gets it wrong. Gina from Rona Park said, My husband is trying to get fired from vacuuming and doing the <laughs> dishes, but I'm not falling for it. Nice. He's going to get promoted to cooking dinner soon. <laughs> <laughs> and Maisie from Santa Rosa says, I fired my man from doing laundry because he shoves two plus loads of laundry into one. Oh, man. I do the same thing. Wake up in the morning for the rouge to crow. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country. The Grammys were last night. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of a dream. And the Grammy goes to... And the Grammy for Album of the Year goes to... You got time to breathe, you got time for music. So a lot of emotional speeches happened last night. Brothers Osborne, for example, had a very emotional almost disastrous speech. They broke the podium somehow during their (laughs) speech, but I used to want to be a musician 
so bad. So growing up when I was a kid, I would pretend that I was accepting a Grammy award. So I practiced my Grammy acceptance speech for years. And one day I didn't think anyone was home and I was in the laundry room folding towels and I was like, I would like to thank my friends and my family and I just want to say that anything is possible for anyone. And I stopped and looked and my brother was standing there and he goes, Amber, could you please keep it down? How loud were you speaking? Real loud. If you ever win a Grammy, you don't need a microphone. You can just shout it. Yep, Yep. exactly. (laughs) And it was so embarrassing. But you know what? I just have a feeling we've all done it. Oh, yeah. We've all done it, right? I guarantee everyone (laughs) that won a Grammy has done their speech at least a million times in the mirror beforehand. So, Tanner, have you ever been caught like practicing a speech or singing or something like that? Yeah. So when I was a senior in high school, we did a production of Grease to which I was Danny Zuko, and I wanted to nail this thing. I practiced. I was working over. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) I practiced all the time, and I was getting my grease lightning on, and my brother decides to storm in the middle of it. He's like, oh, yeah, grease lightning. Started doing the dance. (laughs) I don't know why my first instinct was, but I ran to him, just started punching him in the stomach. Don't tell anyone. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. On the phone right now, we have Jessica from Roner Park. Jessica, you said you were caught singing at work. I was working overnight at a gas station. So literally no one's coming in. Everyone's at home in bed. So I turned the radio up because we had a radio on because the Backstreet Boys were on. They were singing I Want It That Way. I took the opportunity to perform for no one. And at that point, a cop walks in wanting coffee and like he, he caught me. It's gonna be a good day. With Amber and Tanner in the morning. I got some good friends. They only good time when they're awesome. Today's country, Froggy 92.9. It's the Amber Showdown. Lisa from Santa Rosa, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Absolutely. This is how it works, Lisa. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Once you're done, Lisa, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. Sounds good. Lisa, you want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Amber, get out of there. I got you. Boom! (laughs) Oh, Amber got her (laughs) stuck with her water bottle. She's Uh now out of the studio, Lisa. You scared her half to death. <laughs> Here's question number one, Lisa. The Texas State Fair tried to prank people on April Fool's Day by selling deep fried air. Lisa, can you name the capital of Texas? Austin. That is correct. Question number two. Chris Stapleton won three Grammys last night. True or false? Chris Stapleton is a father. True. That is correct. Question number three. Jim Carrey announced he is retiring from acting. Lisa, we need you to name the movie right now. Jim stars as a timid bank clerk named Stanley, and he discovers a magical item in his entire life changes. Pass. Okay, here's question number four. Eric Church canceled a concert in San Antonio on Saturday, so he could attend the Final Four game between North Carolina and Duke. Lisa, which team ended up winning? North Carolina. That is correct, and here's question number five. Trevor Noah hosted last night's Grammy Awards. What show does Trevor Noah host on Comedy Central? Okay, I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber, Lisa from Santa Rosa passed on two, so she got three out of five today. Okay. Okay, let's let's see if I can do this. 
Here's question number one. You got the, it. <laughs> the Texas State Fair tried to prank people on April Fool's Day by selling deep fried air. Amber, can you name the capital of Texas? Austin. That is correct. Lisa from Santa Rosa also got that correct. One to one is the score. Question number two. Chris Stapleton won three Grammys last night. True or false, Chris Stapleton is a father. Oh, I don't know. Uh, True? That is correct. Lisa also got that correct. Two to two. So he has two kids, including a pair of twins. So he has four total. Wow. Here's question number three. Jim Carrey announced that he is retiring from acting. Name the movie. Jim stars as a timid bank clerk named Stanley, and he discovers a magical item is an, and his entire life changes. That sounds like The Mask. That sounds like it's correct. Okay. That's exactly what I was looking for. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie. Lisa passed on that question. Amber, you're up three to two. Here's question number four. Eric Church canceled a concert in San Antonio on Saturday, so he could end up at the Final Four game between North Carolina and Duke. Which team ended up winning? Man, I don't know, but I'm going to guess it was uh, Duke. That is incorrect. Oh, wow. The Tar Heels actually ended up winning. Good for them. Lisa from Santa Rosa got that correct. So the score currently stands at three to three. And Amber, if you remember, Lisa got her half a point bonus. So it all comes down to this question. Lisa, are you nervous? Nope. She's feeling good? <laughs> yep. Here's question number five. Trevor Noah hosted last night's Grammy Awards. What show does Trevor Noah host on Comedy Central? The Daily Show. Well, Lisa, ah. that confidence is now shattered because that is absolutely correct. Oh, good job, Amber. <laughs> it's okay. You can still be confident, and we want you to take that confidence with you to the Shoreline Amphitheater on August 25th because you're seeing Thomas Rhett. Woo-hoo! Thank you, guys. The show is on August 25th. Tickets on sale now, LiveNation.com. But you can win with us all week long. But, Lisa, you did lose. You got to say the phrase. I'm not smarter than Amber. But you get to see Parker McCollum, Connor Smith, and Thomas Rhett. Thanks to which morning show? With Amber and Tanner. Froggy, 92.9. The Grammys were last night, and here are some of the big winners. And the Grammy for Best Country Album. Starting over. Thank you so much for this award. And the Grammy for Record of the Year goes to Leave the Door Open. Album of the Year. And the Grammy goes to We Are John It was a huge night. Again, those are some of the winners. You can find the full list, froggy929.com. But since Amber and I, we don't win awards, so we like to host our very own award ceremony called the Spontaneous Award Ceremony. Because we like to feel special. We do. That's why we're on the radio every day. And Amber, you were talking about earlier on the show that you like to, you know, when you're younger, you practice your award speech. So right now, here's your opportunity. Yeah, I should be better at this than I actually am since I practiced so much when I was a kid, but we'll see. So I have an award for you right in front of me. Okay, great. You have an award for me. Yes. And we don't know what the awards are, but whatever it is, we have to give a speech on command, unprompted, unscripted. And so we're going to launch into it right now. Amber, do you want your award first? Yeah, let's go. All right. And the award for Best Bachelorette Party Planner goes <laughs> to Amber Henderson. Wow. First of all, it's not true, but I guess the fans think so. And I just want to thank the fans for listening to me vent and tell my stories about bachelorette party planning. I want to thank everyone else for not planning the bachelorette party so I can plan the bachelorette party. <laughs> I want to thank my friend Cindy for getting married so I can plan a bachelorette party. And thank you! Woo! I'm yeah. Real. 
And everybody gives me roaring I applause. Didn't, I didn't know how to end that. Sorry. Uh, I thought you killed it. Right, I thought cool. you did great. All right. Well, now it's your turn. All right. I'm ready. <clears throat> and the award for officially surviving three years as Amber Henderson's co-host goes to Tanner Chamber. Oh, wow. What a prestigious award. Although it was kind of strange there weren't any other nominees for this one. <laughs> there could have been. I have so many people to thank. I have Amber, of course, for being my co-host, and I appreciate her. I would like to thank... Who else would I like to thank? I don't know. I would like to thank the Academy for this award. Yourself. I would like to thank myself, of course. For surviving. Because sometimes it's a little difficult. (laughs) I would like to thank my temperament. I would like to thank my patience. But most of all, I would like to thank Amber Henderson because even though I just roasted her, she is an excellent (laughs) co-host and I adore and love her. I appreciate the roast. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking.